0: Thank you for listening to Growny Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube, both under Growny Geeks. Gronay Geeks proudly presents Gag on These Balls. The following audio may contain language that isn't suitable for a younger audience. The opinions expressed are solely those of the speakers themselves. It may contain spoilers for current sporting events. Growing Geeks makes no claim to ownership of any of the teams, franchises, or various sources discussed. Listener discretion is advised. For today's topics, we'll be covering the college championship recap. We'll be discussing the NFL wildcard recap. We'll let you know what we think about the NFL division predictions going into Saturday and Sunday. And then me and Tony did our homework I'll be covering the NFL best all-time team pertaining to the Giants, and you will be covering the Vikings following the respective QR codes to Facebook and YouTube. And now, to your NFL ZA year one champion, Tony, and the other guy. How are we doing this evening, sir?
1: Good, a little hungry. Yeah. You know, I'm, I might not be growing no more, but I still need
0: food. We all need our sustenance. I do apologize for the groaning geeks who are expecting our wild card video prediction. Unfortunately, my old laptop decided to die before I could post said video. So, in the meantime, new video, new setup for how things are looking. Let me know what you think in the comments. Without further ado, we'll get to recapping what we had previously discussed the week before. So that
1: Asian porn you watch.
0: Not saying I don't watch that, but not on my laptop. <laughs> Nobody needs to know all my secrets. Without know. further ado, what did you think about that championship game?
1: <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was talking to my friends about that. I said, you know, that's what's going to happen. Ohio State going to play these boys strong for about a quarter and a half. And then that depth on Alabama is going to wear them out. And that's what happened. Ohio State was with them for a minute, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Then you know what happened? Alabama reminded them, we're from the SEC, homeboy. This is what we do. And they just asserted their will. And then that was it.
0: That is how SEC plays football. Your guys' teams, recruiting classes, and just the way you guys play football in general. Most teams and any other conference are not prepared to handle unless you have your standout teams from other conferences. Ohio State's usually the Big Ten standout, and Clemson's That's- usually the ACC standout. Other than that, it's...
1: Let's let's not forget when Ohio State did beat Alabama. It was for, from Urban Meyer, who came... From the SEC, and he built an SEC team up north.
0: Over in Florida, but that's cool. That's cool. He left in some crazy situations. Mm -hmm. You had Tebow in the locker room as your Jesus figure. You had Percy Arvin as your headache. You had Aaron Double Homicide Hernandez in your locker room. I mean that. I'm surprised there hasn't been like a thirty for thirty released on just. I think they put one on him. But I mean that. That was some anarchy if there ever was one. And speaking so, yeah, of your yeah. boy Urban Maya, just know recently hired by the Jacksonville Jaguars to be their head coach. Finally confirmed after the long, drawn out process. We all knew he was going to get it. it was we just, knew it. I don't know why we they see. took so long to hash out the legality of the situation.
1: Once he came out and said he wanted to coach again, I was like, yep, there goes Jacksonville. they already flying up to see him. Because
0: I was honestly expecting him to land back in college for a year and then nah. go but that wasn't a big club. enough program for him to show up because he is the winningest college coach percentage wise but since world war ii it's winning percentage total so oh, he's yeah. yeah he's up there because the only things he loses are title games i mean if you have one loss every single year like Pretty damn good. So, Devontae Smith's draft stock is now through the roof. Have you seen all the mock drafts where they have him falling now? It's like
1: number four.
0: He's number three in most drafts taken right now.
1: That's so why I was like, why? Because I did the little mock draft and I was like, why is he up here so high?
0: Yeah, he's above That's- Chase. Justin Fields has dropped down all the way to like the tens. But for some reason, Zach Wilson is still considered the second-best quarterback. What idiot is putting this up there, and why? (laughs) Justin Fields has a proven winning record. He's got more touchdowns, less interceptions, more yards, and has a proven leadership style that is effective. Everyone's wanting to say that Clemson may have looked past them. Even if they look past you for like a couple drives, eventually they're going to wake up and not let you just drop six touchdowns on them. Right. Because he had like 500 total yards. It was something ridiculous. Like, the, Let me see.
1: Let me look he at this balled draft. out, and he
0: didn't even play bad against Alabama. It's just Alabama. You look at any spot along their defensive line, their linebacking core, or their secondary, first-round picks all throughout. So I just, just did loaded. a
1: quick mock draft of the top three players, because, you know, since we picked four. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence went first. Always. Devonta Smith went second. Why? Demar Chase went third for the Dolphins.
0: No one needs a receiver that high. And happening. then they got
1: Sanul. Then they got... So these are the ratings. Sunul is next. Then Zach Wilson. Then Justin Fields. Then Jalen Waddle.
0: Why is Waddle still that high? Why is Wilson that high? And who's drafting a receiver above top four? They need to stop. Who's drafting a
1: receiver? Who's drafting a receiver when you need a quarterback? The receiver can be Jerry Rice, but if nobody can throw him the ball, what's the point?
0: And even Jerry got drafted at 16. So, like, let's not forget, you can still get great value later on. DK Metcalf, who just lit up the league, second round pick. Calvin really
1: was at 17.
0: Justin Jefferson was drafted near the end of the first round, and he just put up, like, 1,500 yards his rookie year. Hasn't been done since Moss. So, I mean, you can't find value at the receiver position, and, I mean, obviously not everyone's going to work out the same way a Rice or a Moss or even a Brady at one, pick 199 could work out. But there's you have to draft for value. You don't just draft, oh, yeah, I, just, I want this guy right here. It's like, you don't need to...
1: I do agree Devontae Smith should go before Jamar Chase.
0: Even with the hand injury that he was sporting at the end of the game.
1: Jamar took a year off.
0: That's rust. So you're taking taking the recent commodity over the proven receiver.
1: Devontae won the Heisman. Jamar didn't.
0: Jamar definitely would not have won the Heisman this year. LSU was a joke this year.
1: And he beat out Trevor Lawrence for the Heisman. Who who was everybody's Heisman darling at the beginning of the season,
0: right? He was my Heisman darling at the end. <clears throat> so so I'm what, just saying he'll probably go down as one of the greatest college players to never win the Heisman. Which is, throughout his illustrious career, saying something. There, there's a lot of great players to come and go through college. I mean, Tebow won the Heisman, but nothing in the NFL. And then there's players he didn't deserve who...
1: deserve it. Tebow? No. He was a big running back playing quarterback. Yeah, he
0: was. That's and all it he was. And it worked. It was a winning formula. Because nobody could stop him. Okay. Bama was nothing to that him. I mean
1: he was the best player. No. Yeah, yeah, Bama wasn't that good that
0: Bama's not the guy good back then. Or Urban Meyer ran the show well, back then. Then as Urban Meyer way Bama was good. Saban Rose.
1: Saban remembered, hey, wait a minute. I know how to recruit. Let me go recruit some folks. And he did.
0: And now he so does no. it better than basically everybody in the country. Like, Georgia's the only other school that usually rivals them in recruiting, but then you guys can't put the on-field product together or your guys transfer out. How about we you can rec- we'll
1: recruit them, they'll commit, and then they'll decommit. Because, Kirby, you know who we had?
0: Justin Fields? And? Who was the other guy?
1: Who Earl? just wanted to Heisman?
0: You had? <laughs> I didn't know you had him. You don't even de- you don't throw he the ball de- to your he receivers. Are you crazy?
1: That's if we had Justin Fields, we would have. But he won't just stick with Jake Fromm. You know, the guy who got drafted after a kicker.
0: In the fourth round to the Indianapolis Colts. Mm, I feel like you're still salty about that and you're not you're not gonna let that one go. <laughs> the past is the past. You can't change it. Can you
1: imagine Justin Fields with DeAndre Swift in the backfield? And Devonte Smith on the outside.
0: It is a great dream, but that's all it is. We have to live in the reality of I love my Kirby sports. has recruited amazingly, but sometimes he gets in his own damn way. He should have benched Jake Fromm.
1: We had uh, Eason here, and he benched Eason for Fromm when Eason got hurt.
0: <sighs> Didn't Eason leave you guys too? He went to Washington. Yeah, and then Washington was suddenly good. Yeah, yeah, like 5,000 yards passing. Washington's not even that amazing of a school. It finishes, like, top 25 every year, but they don't make any noise come playoffs, and no one cares what you do if you're not winning playoff games. So, it is what it is. Just nuts. Um, Without any further ado, what about the wild card weekend did you enjoy? Do you actually get to watch all six games?
1: Actually, I did, which is retarded, because I normally don't. I usually miss one. But I didn't move for, like, nine hours.
0: Both days. Except so 18 hours of just nothing. Oh, sit back on that couch, prop your feet up, order some food. Pops. Do nothing. Nuts. Basically, scratch your nuts, stretch. All right, go wash your hands. Go get some food. Get back to it. Nah, that ain't right. I did skip one game, and I only skipped what? one game. What game? I skipped the Bears and Saints game because yeah, I mean, in my head I simmed what it was and I knew what was going to happen. I heard people were pleased with what Nickelodeon did with the little effects and stuff, and they even had. Yeah, like, every, every time
1: somebody, every time somebody scored a touchdown from the four goal posts, they would shoot slime out on TV. That's cool. So it looked like everybody was getting slimed. It was pretty cool.
0: And I know Sean Payton got slimed after the game. So Good. I'm sure that makes you feel better. He got literal slimed. Go Bucks. <laughs> All right. And then what was your, okay, I'm gonna ask you two questions. Just what was your favorite game? And what okay. was the craziest game?
1: Ooh. Okay, let's go with my favorite game. The one I enjoyed the most was Buffalo and Indy. That was, that was probably game. my that was probably my nail biter going down to the wire because you had the proven and capable Josh Allen, quarterback in the playoff team, to a win against Phillip Rivers, who played pretty damn good.
0: He played good football for the first <laughs> time in the playoffs in a long time. So, so and
1: then we don't know if he's coming back next year for Indy. It hasn't been decided. So.
0: He's probably going to have I another say, kid before the next season.
1: Yeah. They need to stop though. But it's. It's poor wife. Shit. But I, yeah, I want to say watching the back and forth between them and. Wondering if that Buffalo defense could hold on one last time. And then see Josh Allen meticulously take apart the Colts' defense on certain drives. Like, he did get stopped, but we expect that. Because, because the coach's
0: DeForest defense. Buckner and Darius Leonard are no jokes. Yeah,
1: I mean, they do have a solid defense. So they make plays, which is what your defense is supposed to do. So, But to watch him and how him and Stefan Diggs have now become like the, the dynamic duo.
0: Overnight, minimal practices.
1: No preseason, and they are now, it's like Stefan knows exactly where to go, and Josh Allen knows where he's going to be, which is what you want your quarterback and wide receiver to do. You
0: have to have the same brain while being two different people. That is the so kind of chemistry like, you want.
1: That's that's dangerous because Stevon has already proven that he's a big play receiver.
0: Because he proved that with Kirk Cousins even. He was good with him, and now and he's now even better with Josh, Josh- Allen. Who I've been forever.
1: You are because Josh Allen is way better than Kirk Cousins, and you try to say they were about the same. You should still smack yourself.
0: I didn't say they were the same. I said the same category. I didn't say they're the same thing. Exactly. Josh Allen That's has won primetime games, and now he's won playoff games. And he wasn't playing the Saints, so it's not like he got that by there. Because <laughs> Kirk Cousins it's beat like, the Saints like, you know, like every like time like nobody, nobody
1: missed a tackle so they could win the game.
0: Yeah, good old Lattimore. The duck.
1: All right, but uh, what was the other, you said, what's the the most shocking? The most
0: shocking game. You can give two if you feel inclined.
1: I mean, it's two. The Baltimore-Tennessee game didn't work out like a lot of people
0: thought. Travis Henry had,
1: what, 50 yards rushing?
0: He got stuffed, and I could not have seen that coming. You could have told me 10 guesses. Him being stuff would not have been the top 10 guesses.
1: Yeah, I would have been like, okay, he, that's like, Judy came and said, you know, Baltimore stopped David Henry from running. I said, oh, we get like 110 yards, 120. have came and said, this, he got 45 to 50 yards.
0: Out your damn mind. There's no
1: way. That was just, that was shocking because Baltimore did it. And I will say they petty too. But I
0: that think was... this is going
1: to become, I think this is going to become a rivalry. I really think now, as long as these squads stay similar this might be the new england indie game that you get every year
0: where they're not in division rivals but at the same time they just hate each other
1: think about it every year it was indian new england why oh, was they I know. always I
0: know. why was they
1: always playing it was always they wanted manning and they wanted Brady. and that was every year so now if they keep this if if they keep playing like that this might become that
0: because that quarterback draft that had Lamar and Allen in it now is starting to look pretty rock solid. Now the things are starting to settle where they may. So that is just, just curious. Very Just curious. a little bit, but you know.
1: Lamar still needs to improve his passing. though. He do.
0: His passing was inaccurate, and considering the holes that were there and the targets he missed. Uh, yeah. Not his receivers be to didn't the help time. him a couple times, but he was missing pretty bad at times.
1: And now he... Now he got to go to Buffalo. They talking about it's gonna be snow. That running ain't gonna be there, homeboy. My running not gonna be there. Devontae. And then your old
0: running back is now gonna be playing for Buffalo. Devontae Freeman got cut by the Giants. Now he moved right yep. on up. And he's like, All right, I'll play for you guys. We'll do this. Yep. We'll see what's up. Cause Zach Moss is injured for the game. So and Buffalo I don't know how to
1: I don't know if I should root for Devontae. Because he did miss the block, cost us the ball. So I'm kind of still bad at it forever.
0: You do know that Devontae's never been a good blocking back, though. I, I don't care. He's a good scat back. He could he ain't gonna his, be bruising you between the tackles. And he could have dropped to his
1: he could have dropped to his knees, and made him jump over him. That would have slowed him down enough. Nah, you got ran through uh, like he wasn't even there. So nah.
0: And as a grown man, that's the last thing you want is just to be absolutely ran through because that's just that's humiliating. Ain't nobody but winning with that scenario. I,
1: I think we can agree that the biggest shock was the Browns and Steelers. I think that was the – and it's not just that the Browns beat the Steelers. That's not the shock because the Browns are a good team. It's the
0: just Steelers. they didn't have their head coach. They didn't have their best guard. And they they're missing so a couple far, of receivers
1: and coaches. It was like, okay, they got COVID, okay. Pittsburgh should have them because they only beat Pittsburgh by two, and Pittsburgh was missing Ben and a couple other guys. So it was like, okay, it's going to be a better game now. Next thing you know, if you blinked, it was 28-0. And you was like, what the hell just happened?
0: Don't worry, I blinked. I was it, playing first a game, snap. and I lost track of time. I'm like, oh, shit, the game started. Pop in, it's already 21-0. I'm like, what the hell?
1: What, the, you, you probably,
0: what just happened?
1: First snap. Very first snap, pouncing over Ben's head. Goes all the way into the end zone.
0: And they played Touchdown. their entire careers together.
1: Then, next thing you know, interception. Fumble, interception, like, 28 nothing, First quarter? Okay. Ben will settle down. He'll start bringing it back. Interception. All right, Ben, you need to retire, dude. Because
0: <laughs> Big won Ben straight. and Eli Manning are the two most overrated quarterbacks I've had to deal with my entire lifespan. Ben's always so, been overhyped and held up by weapons, and Eli Manning throws more interceptions than he's ever been in commercials. That man and has then he, interceptions. And, then he is like, and,
1: and when he do, he look like he don't care.
0: He's like, eh, alright, cool.
1: So, I mean, I can't fault the Browns for taking advantage because that's what you're supposed to do. Hey, if you're going to give me free points, I'm going to take
0: it's the playoffs. Every point, and then matters.
1: I was waiting. I was waiting the entire game for the Browns to, you know, brown it turn up, turn back into the Browns, and you know what they did? Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. This is this our game. We hate these guys. They're a rival. They're in division rival. Nah, we got a point. A point. To and they did it. Yeah. I can't do nothing but give them props.
0: I'm like, Phew. they won by nine. So
1: everybody, look, everybody like a good underdog story. The Browns have been bad for so long.
0: It's nice to actually see them do something right.
1: I'm not, I'm actually happy. And I hope they win again.
0: That would throw absolute anarchy into everybody's safe picks.
1: Some people just want to watch the world burn.
0: What a fucking great movie. What a fucking great movie. Shout out to Batman and Heath Ledger. God, he fucking nailed that movie. But also, if you remove Ledger, so, like 90% of that movie falls apart.
1: If you, yes, if you remove Heath Ledger out of the movie, that movie is the worst movie ever made.
0: But Heath Ledger, my man. All right, so I asked you the question, so I will answer how I saw it. The most exciting game I did agree with you on, Indianapolis and Buffalo, back and forth. It's just
1: a great game.
0: It was, I could, that's, you know
1: what? Even though you know the outcome of the game, that's a rewatchable game. Yeah. It's a game we could like, yeah, let's watch this.
0: Because it was back and forth. It was a young quarterback going against established mm-hmm. veteran. It was two head coaches who are younger and hungrier for, to get that title. And it was a good defensive battle. It wasn't like there was just absolute jailbreak. Every team fought for every yard. Every team fought for every inch. And it was, it was just fun to watch all the way around. It was clean football. There was a few penalties. There wasn't a lot of injuries. Just, it was just, it was good Top stuff. to
1: bottom, it was it was a great game. Top to bottom,
0: and for me, the most surprising game was the Tampa Bay Washington team. That was a shock to see Taylor Heineke just light up that Buccaneers defense. You've been hyping up
1: that seventh Steve. but I got a question for you. You know as well as I do that NFL teams prepare for quarterbacks. They know the ins and outs, and they try to take away what they do good.
0: Right? They had no footage on him. I so, mean, yeah, they had footage like
1: from four years ago, three games.
0: Because he was on a Patriots pack squad. because I couldn't mention that enough times during the game.
1: Now, we're not saying that he's a world beater, but a competent quarterback. Who only does what he's asked to do, which is what Heineke did. He ran when he had to run. He checked it down when he had to. And he hit his open receivers. Because his passes
0: were crisp. They were sharp. And, they and were you know accurate. what he's doing?
1: He knew his receipt. He knew his reads. And if you watch him play, he was boom, boom, boom. It wasn't. Nah, it was you're not open. You're not open. Okay. I don't have an. I need to break.
0: Smart plays, safe plays, check downs to running backs, check downs so, to tight ends, gets out of the pocket for three, watched, four yards. watch the
1: second half, the adjustments were made, and it wasn't as easy in the second half. for. Him.
0: But he still made plays in the second he half. He still
1: made them, but think about it.
0: The defense first, made him beat them once they he got was, a feel for what he was doing. He
1: was lighting their asses up in the first half.
0: They were the down half, Devin White. That was the that's only true. thing for the Buccaneers. They were down but their second best the, linebacker.
1: In the second half, it it was a lot harder for him. So imagine if they had game film on him and just not two quarters to say, "Hey, this is what we're seeing him do. Let's try to stop this." So if that's not all he can do, you're going to be in trouble.
0: Yep. I mean, unless it, you it was got crazy.
1: Unless you got a world-beater defense that just don't care, like the Ravens' defense alone, or the Bears, or the Grits' blitz. <laughs> You're going to have problems. Oh. Unknowns cause problems. Think about when they used to run them dual quarterbacks back in the way back in the day, and you didn't know anything about this backup that came in. Next day, you know, he threw for a touchdown. Wait a minute, how? He's a backup.
0: It's like he, he would still, start for most teams. You just don't know he, that because you don't have any footage. He still play football. Everyone can shine every once in a while. You don't always need your world beaters to always be world beaters. Occasionally, you get one of those weird role player guys that just excels, pretty much. So how? Don't know why. Just does.
1: So, who knows? He might be their quarterback of the future.
0: He could be. He could have played his way into that situation. He did have some stuff pop up on his old Twitter that was a little dicey. But we'll let the folks at home decide about whether that's legitimate or not. But. Moving forward to summarize where we're at with the standings now, Cleveland will be playing Kansas City. Baltimore will be taking on the Buffalo Soldiers. The Rams will be taking on that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. And Tom Brady will go up against Drew Brees once again when the Bucks play the Saints. Go Bucks. You're rooting for that upset because they got spanked the first two times badly.
1: I'm anti-Saints anti in the playoffs. What's wrong? Well, i am anti-Saints in the regular season? What are you talking about? You're
0: 24-7 anti-Aints. Let me
1: tell you something. If the Patriots and the Saints were playing in the Super Bowl, I'm a Patriots fan.
0: That's fair. <laughs> but we weren't going to be there for a long time, so you ain't got to worry about you're that. You're not. No, we you're are not.
1: not. You're not. Welcome to my world now.
0: The world of Red Bull. You're
1: going to be back into the 80s again.
0: Good, but not nearly good enough.
1: All right, so who we got? Let's go Green Bay, L.A. first.
0: I got Green Bay by at least 10. That Rams defense looks lights out, but there's Aaron no Donald answer for Aaron Jones and for Aaron Devontae Donald's Adams.
1: hurt. Aaron Donald's hurt.
0: Yeah, Jalen Ramsey's still an elite corner. He looks like he's probably the best corner this year. The way That's he fine, just shut down Metcalf if, and Lockett even was Even if nuts. he takes
1: away Devontae Allen, you still got the, the tight end over the middle.
0: Tanyan. Having his breakout year,
1: I think I'm gonna agree with you.
0: I got Packers by ten. You writing these down so that we can compare notes.
1: Look, you better type this up somewhere. You know I'm always losing stuff. What's wrong with you? (sighs)
0: Because I don't want you just coming out and me messaging me mid game. Hey, blah 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 is doing this because I'm working Saturday, so I won't be able to get everything. So am am I. You'll just be watching the game at your desk. (laughs) Packers First of all, I,
1: my daughter has fencing this this weekend, so I won't be watching anything but her stab other children with a
0: sword, which is still great.
1: It's the best entertainment I have, especially when she wins.
0: She will likely win this weekend, will she not?
1: I don't know. We got some of the higher ranked girls there this week, so.
0: Nah, she can throw her hands. Be, I'm rooting for her. She may have beaten be me, but she'll she she still throws hands.
1: Yeah, I got faith. Though.
0: While we're in the NFC, who you got for the, the Bucks versus the Saints?
1: I have answered that for you already.
0: How, by how much? Is it a close game? Is it a far game? I don't
1: care. I don't care if it's about one point.
0: You just want the Bucks. That's right. Because I'm saying the Saints will keep you safe. And that way you don't have to say Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't care. I don't
1: care. <laughs> because as soon as the Saints get out, we can get our GM. Because we we're going to them for them. So.
0: Yeah, you got some homework to do with that. I'm going to say the Saints win by three. Go Bucks, Because Drew Brees is a shell of themselves. The only reason it's close. That Saints defense is ludicrous.
1: Idiot! I told you that. Didn't I tell you that at the beginning of the season? Yeah. <laughs> they've had off games. Every defense do. But they are dominant. But go Bucks,
0: Because they've only allowed six points overall by the Buccaneers in the last two meetings. And they put up 74 points. So not been close, folks. Not been close. So Tony's hanging on by a wing and a prayer that he doesn't have to see them one game away from the Super Bowl. Bucks, watch Breeze make it to the Super Bowl win and then retire. Just watch. Look,
1: don't don't speak that into existence.
0: You would be so impressed. You would be so. Oh my god,
1: I wouldn't do this show no more just because I remembered you did that.
0: Breeze and win regular season MVP, Super Bowl MVP sounds awfully nice. That would be awful for you. You would hate life so much. Imagine if I have to watch Josh Allen in the Super Bowl. My god, all the crow I would eat. You look so unhappy right now. Trying
1: to figure out how I can email or like put a slap in the post office for you. So when you open it, it's just right across your face.
0: Well, this ain't Looney Tunes. So we're going to have to have you keep dreaming for just a little bit longer. Who you got in the Browns and the Chiefs game?
1: I want to go with my homie.
0: But you want to root for that underdog too, at this.
1: But I want to root for the Browns. <laughs> uh, I say I'm gonna say the Chiefs.
0: You got a number for me there?
1: I say ten points at most.
0: I'm gonna say the Chiefs win by seven. I I love what Kansas, uh what uh not Kansas, what Cleveland is doing this year. I'm happy that they're having revitalization. What they are, Baker Mayfield's having a year where he can silence the doubters a little bit. Yep. So that's nice for him. But at the same time, it's crazy that he's the oldest quarterback left in the AFC at 26 years old.
1: Damn, that's right.
0: He is the old established veteran now. And then in the NFC, you got all the old boys. Breeze, Brady, Rodgers, Rogers, and then Goff. <laughs> just there.
1: He's just there. He's yeah.
0: like, hi. A whole different tier of quarterback. You're just like, Breeze, Brady, Rodgers. Take your hand, keep it going off screen. He's still gone. And All right, last one. Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Soldiers. Lamar Jackson, your daughter's favorite player, versus the guy who I probably should have said is capable a couple weeks ago.
1: I'm taking Buffalo.
0: You have Buffalo by how much? Uh, Thirteen. Ooh, you say they're going to spank them. Um,
1: Only because they're in the snow.
0: And you don't and think a tough defense Lamar like still Baltimore has, travels?
1: It's not even that. Defense is slow down in the snow.
0: Everything slows down so in the this, snow. This,
1: so, and Lamar is not the greatest passer. Josh Allen is a better passer.
0: For sure. I'm not going to argue that at all. So,
1: I mean, I'm thinking that snow going to take away half that running ability he got.
0: I am going to to take.
1: That's just not fun.
0: No, there's no traction. There's no nothing. So it's It's just a leg workout. I'm good. I don't. So all that
1: that speed he got, madam linebackers can catch him.
0: After that showing that Baltimore gave me versus Tennessee, I'm taking Baltimore by three. Lamar's going to fix the narrative that he is a playoff bust.
1: The only thing got me is the snow. If it was,
0: I just want to see Bill's mafia put someone through the table in the snow. I want that video. I love that shit.
1: But if it wasn't if, if they was playing in like a in the dome oh it's Baltimore all day long but you got the equalizer out there with weather hmm. that's the only thing that's getting to.
0: any other highlights you want to or anything exciting you want to pick up on on the playoffs before we move into our best team segment. Go Bucks. Tom Brady not nah, the no, game.
1: No. I say go Bucks.
0: I know. But nope, I am definitely rooting for Tom Brady to make you say he's the GOAT. Because that will be the first thing we'll start next week's show with, if that happens. That way you can get rid of the Aints, and you can start anew with a correct quarterback list. While we're talking about lists, would you like to start the Vikings this week? Or would you like me to start with the New York Football Giants?
1: I'm gonna start just because nope. you all oh, that goddamn shenanigans
0: over there. Tom Brady, your favorite player of all time. Who? <laughs> Brady. <laughs> yeah, that face is worth it. Who is your favorite player of all time? I've never actually asked you this question. Not saying the best, just favorite.
1: Oh, let me think because I met a lot. I
0: met no
1: majors I used to valet park at a major hotel downtown Atlanta during my, you know, for a part time job just to make a little extra money. So I met a like the, when the teams come in, like I've, I met all the 49ers, Montana, Rice, all of them. I met all of them.
0: I'm sure Rose Rice was, was hella cool. cool. Oh, hell
1: yeah. You know who's an asshole? Montana. No. Ooh. Uh, from the Raiders. What is his name? How we long?
0: Not surprised. He comes off that way on TV too.
1: Yeah, he w- he was kind of standoff. It's kind of cuz I mean, I don't blame him because I walked up and Dion was standing there. I was like, Hey, Mr. Sanders, said, hey autograph. And he's like, Oh, sure, sure. And we started talking shit. I said, Hey Mr. Rice. And I met Jerry when he started going bald when he shaved his head.
0: Yeah, he finally Jerry accepted Rice. it.
1: Yeah. So I was like, Hey, Mr. Rice, <laughs> he kick our ass, you know. Can I have y'all to grab? Sure. And I looked at Howie. I was like, fuck, I don't want his autograph. I said, hey, Mr. Long, can I have y'all to grab? And I guess I didn't have the enthusiasm that he wanted, or maybe he wanted, to, I should ask him first. But he was like, yeah, I, yeah, come here.
0: No, you never start with Howie Long. I would have started with Jerry. If then I got Dion, then
1: Long. It, I would, no, I would have Dion first. Just I love he prime was time,
0: but Jerry is the was best ever fucking put on a
1: uniform. We drafted Dion, so yes. And then we had a conversation. And I was like, you shouldn't have left. I want to kick you your knee for leaving us because you made me depressed. when well, you did it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dion destroyed that city when he left. Y'all were in all your feels. All the sad yes. emojis. All right. Stop all right.
1: talking. My turn. All right. So I got stuck with the Vikings. Who actually, they were a decent squad. I actually thought they would be a lot better than what they were.
0: You were very excited when I gave you this homework assignment.
1: So... I mean, there's a lot of people on here that I remember, but then I was like, damn, your linebacker core ain't that good. like, But we'll talk about it. All right. So let's start with, of course, the quarterback. And on this squad, I have to put Fran Tarkenton.
0: The great Fran Tarkenton. Played for a lot All of the f- teams.
1: Yeah, you know where he came from, right?
0: Probably down in the south. The University of Georgia.
1: Now, no go dogs. One, one thing I did know he got drafted in the NFL and the AFL.
0: Yep, I did know that they bring it up every time they talk about uh Russell Wilson.
1: Yeah, and uh, and he he went with the NFL because he got drafted higher third pick 29th, third uh round pick 29 in the NFL, fifth round pick 34 in the AFL. So, I mean. 47,000-yard passing, 342 TDs, 80% completion rate. He even had almost 3,700 rushing yards.
0: The man was a do-it-all quarterback before do-it-all quarterbacks sort were of a thing.
1: And it's messed up because he played with them for five years. Then they traded him, and then they got him back.
0: Because <laughs> he played for the Giants, too. He was on the list, yeah. and I'm like, what? Yeah, he got, really? he,
1: got traded, he got traded to the Giants. And then they realized what a mistake he was,
0: and they brought him back. Like,
1: ah, no, 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 no. (laughs) Like, wait a minute. We didn't know what we had at first, but okay. All right. Now, running backs. One is, you know, Adrian Peterson. All day. All day AP. So he's the career rushing leader in yards and touchdowns. Everything, every award he wants, he has except for the Super Bowl, because you know, bikes suck.
0: Sorry, Favre, you couldn't get it done.
1: Could he any Favre. Uh, and my other running back I had to go back to the 70s for. It was Chuck Foreman. Oh, yeah. 73-79. Yeah. to 79. He was the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's in the Minnesota Ring of Honor. Uh, five-time Pro Bowl, four-time All-Pro. So, yes. Now, wide receiver. Randy Moss and Chris Carter. That was it. a no dynamic duo. There was no other choice. No. You watched them play, you know why.
0: You don't even greatest, have to watch him play. People will tell you about greatest, how they play.
1: Got the, the greatest receiver ever to play the game, and Chris Carter.
0: Second greatest, and Chris Carter's on the top ten list.
1: First of all, I just I just said what I said. Don't interrupt me. Oh <sighs> they got Pro Bowls, they got reception records, everything. So tight end. Steve Jordan was the only one I could come up with. Mm. I'm sure Kyle played Rudolph's
0: getting up there in stat-wise, but it probably wasn't as
1: he, good. He, yeah, but Steve played in 176 games. And he's in the Minnesota Ring of Honor, so Rudolph's not in that category. No, so.
0: Rudolph will not be in that category.
1: So, now, this is where I think their strength their strength is. Even though their defensive line is great, their offense is solid. So, you got one of my tackles is Ron Yerry. Seven-time Pro Bowl, eight-time All-Pro, '70s All-Decade Team, Hall of Fame, and the Minnesota Ring of Honor. Hell yeah! Then my guard, Randall McDaniel, twelve-time Pro Bowler, nine All-Pro, Hall of Fame, and time All NFC '90s All-Decade Team, 100th Anniversary Team, Minnesota Ring. Well, all of these on the Ring of Honor, so we don't have to say that no more. And then my singer, my center. Mick Hoff. You'll know him for your time. 62 to 78. Hall of Fame, they retired his number. Multiple, multiple Pro Bowl. All pro. He was an NFL champ. Not a Super Bowl champ. NFL champ. So let's go to my other tackle, Gary Zimmerman. All 80s and 90s decade team. Super Bowl champ. And my other guard to finish my line is Steve Hutchinson, who you should know.
0: Oh yeah, he played for the Seahawks for a long time, and him <laughs> yeah. and next to Walter Jones, that was a problem. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Steve Hutchinson, yeah, he was in the two thousand All Decades team, so that is a solid. Off, all- I mean, that's a, that's probably as Steve solid Hutchinson as you can is probably your get.
0: weakness Yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, and you can't even say he's weak because seven Pro Bowls and and seven All Pros on the Vikings,
0: and he let, helped Sean Alexander to that touchdown record, and then he helped. All day to his 2,000-yard season. So, I mean, come on.
1: So, that offensive line is solid. Now, let's get to the defense.
0: Because that D-line is going to be nuts.
1: Defensive end. I'm going to give you both my defensive ends. Chris Dolman.
0: Okay, good start.
1: 100-sack <laughs> club in a
0: heel at the NFL.
1: Sack, 90s all, decade eighteen. In fact, he had 150 sacks. Let's just go ahead and put that out there.
0: do didn't just break the century mark, broke the 150 mark, folk, which is
1: nuts. My my other defensive end, Jared Allen. Of course.
0: Oh, F- I love Jared Allen.
1: Hall of Fame entry, Jared Allen, because he's going into the Hall of Fame. He His also, personality
0: alone also was fucking. That dude's hilarious.
1: He also was part of the 100 sack club with 136 sacks.
0: Almost said so, 150.
1: Those are my ends. Those are my book ends. In the middle, we're going to go somebody recent. We're going to go John Randall.
0: Who was shutting down everybody right. on every squad that man's ever been on. And he played on a lot of squads.
1: 90s all-decade team. He also had 137 sacks. 100, uh, anniversary team, multiple Pro Bowls. I mean, 137 tackles.
0: sacks playing a D-tackle? Yes. Fuck. That's nuts.
1: Mm-hmm. And then... I know people are going to be mad at me that I didn't put one of the Williams brothers on here, but they were better together than they were apart. And I just think Alan Page was a better defensive tackle than both of them.
0: Because the Williams brothers were crazy together. I remember they that. were
1: together. They, they did they some really...
0: stupid shit off the field, but I mean, they were, yeah. they were great on the field together.
1: But I did Alan Page just because two-time NFL defensive player of the year. NFL defensive player of the year. Two-time NFC defensive player of the year. NFC person of the year. 70s all-decade team. 148 sacks. Oh, and he's a judge.
0: Super successful.
1: And he received the Presidential Medal of Freedom.
0: Which Bill Belichick just denied.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, um anniversary team. NFL champ, of course, back there. Yeah. So that's my defensive line, which is
0: scary. I would not want to be the offensive line blocking that.
1: The problem with that is that defensive line is great, but these linebackers
0: left you something to be desired.
1: And I was mad. I was like, okay, let's Matt Blair. Okay. Six time pro bowler. Scott Studwell. Okay. Two-time Pro Bowler. And Jeff Seaman. Now, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's got some pretty solid numbers, but...
0: He did play in a op- different era.
1: <laughs> overall, that linebacker core is not a No, there's
0: some there's some weaknesses compared to some of the other squads we've marched out linebacker core-wise.
1: Now, cornerbacks. They're actually... Their two cornerbacks are solid. We're going to go back to the '60s, though, with Bobby Bryant. You want to know why I picked Bobby Bryant? I would love to know why you picked Bobby Bryant. Seventh round pick,
0: underdogs <laughs> always. You love your freaking what? underdogs. This, you in the draft, man? This
1: man was a hundred. He was a hundred and seventy pounds playing cornerback in the '60s.
0: You had to be tough to play in the '60s or '70s.
1: Started four Super Bowls. Four. He has 51 interceptions, which is second in Minnesota history. And he has 14 fumble recoveries. Two Pro Bowls, two All Pros. Bobby Bryant, 1968 to 1980. Long career. And my other side, Antonio Winfield Sr.,
0: Antoine.
1: Antonio,
0: his name's Antonio. If I thought it was Antoine Winfield,
1: it is. I say Antonio.
0: Okay, that's like he's a good player, a very good player. And his son is up for the draft this year, supposed to be a second yep. pick.
1: I mean, he's he's listed as one of the 50 greatest Vikings of all time over a thousand tackles, Pro Bowl, sacks. I mean, he has it, he basically has all the stats that you want Um, out of your cornerback. Now, special team. Oh, wait, safety. Sorry, i forgot got safety. Uh, Joey Browner, solid. All pros, 80s, all-decade team, 37 interceptions, multiple Pro Bowls. And my other safety is Paul Krause from the 68 to 79 uh, Hall of Fame again. He has an NFL record for 81 career interceptions, over 1,000 interception yards, seven-time All-Pro, and then he, the NFL interceptions leader. so Not bad. Not bad for a safety. Mm-hmm. Now, my punter is Chris Cluey Okay. My kicker is Fred Cox. He's their all-time scoring leader, which most kickers are the all-time scoring leaders on their team because extra points and field goals.
0: Yeah, because Vinatieri was for the longest until right. I, I, Brady barely passed him. And right, he had to so. be around forever after Vinatieri left. <laughs>
1: And also, he hit 62% of his field goals.
0: So he was damn good. He was almost
1: automatic. And 96% of his extra points. Beyond solid. My punt returner is Marcus Shirell. 237 punt returns, almost 4,000 yards, just over 10.5 average.
0: Do you have a coach?
1: I do have a coach. It is the legendary blood grant.
0: You're that not going to go wrong with Bud.
1: I'm not going wrong with Bud, Grant. That is my guy, and I don't know where my list is anymore.
0: You already lost it, and it's only been two minutes after you finished.
1: First of all, I don't need any you know, anything out of the... Oh, there it is. <laughs>
0: out of the ordinary over there, Tony is losing things. So are you ready for... You gave me this team, and I came in with low expectations, and I was happily blown away by what level of talent the Giants actually had.
1: Oh, I know what they got.
0: Their weakness is the skill positions, but everywhere else, holy cow.
1: You should have a solid defense.
0: Oh, yeah, my defense is going to be world beaters. That's going to be upsetting. Um, I'm going to start off for the New York football Giants at quarterback. I did not mm-hmm. go with Phil Simms.
1: You should not have.
0: Charlie Connolly. Played in Mm -hmm. a tougher era. His stats weren't as sexy due to that, but he was their guaranteed proven leader, and he did amazing things for that team. Where all he did was win, 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 and win. Which I don't think anyone's gonna complain about them W's. So Charlie Connery at quarterback. Uh, my starting running back is Hall of Famer Frank Gifford. Yes. Eight-time Pro Bowler, the 1956 MVP. And the other running back is their leader in yards, rushing attempts, and touchdowns. And we all know him as Tiki Baba, which is still a fantastic name.
1: Who had to be taught how not to fumble because Tiki used to fumble all the time.
0: He's probably still out there fumbling it up right now. No, no, on he was taught media.
1: to hold the ball. If you watch him run when he first started, he, he ran it like a strong hand. man. Now he carried it up here and you weren't getting it away from him.
0: No. He, it, it took a minute, and uh, Coughlin had a lot of talks with him about that. Mm-hmm. Um, wide receiver, I went with Joe Morrison. 4,900 receiving yards, 65 total touchdowns. He played running back as well. He was a do it all running back receiver here. You just mix it up. And then their leader for every major receiving category, Amani Toomer.
1: I was going to say that. Oh, I was thinking you were going to do the guy from the Super Bowl.
0: No, uh, Tyree will be forever in my hate list. Uh, great catch, but still don't <laughs> like it. Tight end, uh Bill Belichick said this tight end was probably the greatest tight end he has ever coached in his life, Mark Bavaro. Which is still Yes. Say, a lot of people A lot of people forget how much of a dual tight end threat he really was for that team. For the line, they were actually pretty solid. I got two Hall of Famers on this offensive line. Yep. For my tackle, I got Rosie Brown. Nine-time Pro Bowler, Hall of Famer. Absolute stud. Yeah. Uh, left guard, I went Steve Owen. He was a three-time Super Bowl winner, yeah. so he he just knew how to win. Um, at center, I went with one of their utility linemen who played every position. The fun oh, you fact, took
1: one of my, my plays, huh little thief.
0: Hey, it's a good play. I'm going to use it. Mel Hine. He played offense, defense, and coached. Because this is how far back you have to go where you can coach <laughs> like, I and don't, play.
1: I don't know this name.
0: Literally, this man played every single snap of every single game while coaching and playing center on the line with the leather helmets. You know, one visor. This is in open.
1: the 40s, in the 50s?
0: Yeah, it's way back. He played every single snap possible except for one play where his nose got broken. He ran on the sideline, retorked it, came back in and played. Very okay. next snap. So, like, were you looking for a strong man? as you do. All right. Uh, Right guard, we got Chris Snee, three-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro. And a right tackle, I got Bart Bates. He was a three-time Pro Bowler. They didn't have anything else solid. That's what they had left on the line. I don't remember him. He was okay, but I mean, wasn't otherworldly, not Hall of Famer. But now we're going to get to this world-breaking defense. Their front seven will wreck your life. Mm -hmm. Starting at DN, we're talking about the man with the biggest gap between his teeth on TV, Michael Strahan, team's all-time leader in sacks, seven-time Pro Bowler. We're going across to the other DN. My boy, Mo
1: got a gap like that.
0: Andy Robustelli, seven-time Pro Bowler and All-Pro Hall of Famer. Then we're going to D-Tackle, Arnold Weinmeister. He He has only played in the league for six years. And he got in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I don't four-time know any... Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro. The only reason he left was to go join the Army and serve. That was it. it wasn't like free agency or retirement. He wanted to go serve the country. So, okay. Nothing wrong with that. Then we go to the other D-tackle, Roosevelt Greer. Yep. Five-time All-Pro and a little-known fact, he was the dude who subdued the guy who killed Robert Kennedy. He has a very established life outside the NFL as well. so Good for him.
1: Okay. Now we're going
0: to linebackers, which I'm sorry to say, this is probably one of the best linebacking courses I've seen. Your first linebacker, we're going to go with the obvious, Lawrence Taylor. Yep. You're not going to say no to this man. NFL MVP, three-time NFL defensive player of the year, 10 Pro Bowls, 10 All-Pros. Probably the best linebacker ever to do it. Lawrence Taylor's yep. up in the conversation. He's a, If he's not at least a two, you don't know football. Lawrence Taylor was an exceptional, exceptional player. Other linebacker, Sam Huff. And then I got yes. Hall of Famer, Harry Carson. Yes. See? Linebacking core and D-line, a problem. They have a Hall of Famer in the secondary as well, but they only got one of them. But cornerback, mm-hmm. we're going to go for Eric Barnes. He was a four-time pro bowler. And the other cornerback, Red Badgegrow. He played running back, he played receiver, and he played cornerback. So he was way back in the day. Because that's when you could actually, you know, play offense and defense. Because the teams were that small. They didn't shell out the roster the way they do now and split everything up. At free safety, I had Jimmy Patton. 52 picks. Five time Pro Bowler. And the other safety is their Hall of Famer, Emelyn Tummel. He was the first African-American player to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. And they created the umbrella defense for this man. So Emelyn Tummel, he was that dude.
1: I remember the umbrella defense.
0: Their kicker, uh, Ken Strong, all-time leader in points for them. Punter, you know him better as a coach. But was Tom Landry.
1: Oh, yeah. God, he was a damn punter.
0: He did basically everything. Landry played three different positions, and he did special teams as well. So the man, you knew him as a, you know, head coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, for my kick returner, I got Tuffy Lemons, Tuffy. <laughs> he had a whole bunch of returns for touchdown, a whole bunch of yards. Tuffy. And then their coach. Bill Parcells. Parcells over Coughlin. That is... Yeah, big tono. Yeah. yeah. That giant squad is nasty.
1: Just part of the defense.
0: Most of that defense, yes.
1: You can still hit that secondary.
0: Oh, you can still still hit the secondary. It's just you need time to get to the secondary. So as far as our rankings go, do you want to update everybody where we are currently at?
1: All right, so we had the Patriots, Cowboys, Rams, Falcons, Chiefs, Bears, Seahawks, Aints, Dolphins, and the Jets.
0: Way at the bottom where they should be. Where would you rank Hmm. your Minnesota squad?
1: Actually, I would put them below the Bears.
0: So below the Bears, but above the Aints? Or is that above the Seahawks?
1: But above the Seahawks.
0: I can agree with that. They would beat that Seattle team. It wouldn't be by much, but a win is a win. Because you're not going to say Fran Tarkenton all day, Moss, and Carter are not going to have an offensive blowout day. Your defense needs to do just good enough to keep them down. All right, so we'll put the Vikings there. I'm having a tar- hard time deciding where the Giants would go because their defense is almost otherworldly.
1: Part of their defense is other words like their front seven is going to be a problem for anybody on this list. Anybody,
0: but their offense leaves but a lot to be desired. That offense is suspect. Uh,
1: I would because
0: <sighs> I would put them where you th- just above the Seahawks as well. I would, I don't think so, they would beat right your squad as. Because Connolly, Gifford, Morrison, and Toomer and Bavaro do not scare me. And they would have to play catch up too often.
1: And Their defense even if, can and make you a would, lot of points, you would have to, but still. But see, no, that's the problem. That front seven is going to have to focus on Adrian Peterson, which, which is going to lead Moss and Carter to kill that secondary.
0: Yeah, because Emily Tunnel the only Hall of Famer there, and the only actually good secondary player. So it, it it's a tough so, time deciding where that
1: actually, is. actually, I would, I would, uh, yeah,
0: right under the Vikings.
1: That front seven is a
0: like I legendary, would like almost under the Seahawks. You want them under the that ceiling. front
1: seven, yes, but
0: I'm thinking
1: that front seven is serious. But your corners and safeties, that, if you had a solid uh, one corner that, you'd be like, Ugh, then you could throw another safety over to the other side. That raises the defense up, and they would be up in the in the conversation of top ten easily, easily, even top five, even top five. You could say, let's just say, okay, we got a Dion over here. That's how I shut down. Yeah, they
0: just so need a shut-down corner, and they don't have one.
1: I could take one of them all-world safeties and put them over top for the top of uh, the other corner and have the other safety in the box. With that seven front seven and a safety backup, yeah. that They could win any game by themselves.
0: Because their front seven and their safety are all Hall of Famers. Because Strahan's just waiting to get in, basically.
1: You know what? I'll put them above the Seahawks. Just because of that defense, just just the front seven, I think, would be enough disruption to where their corners could hold up. But I don't think they could hold up against the Vikings.
0: No, their offense ain't enough to get that done.
1: Yeah, and plus they got too much they got to cover. You can't you can't double cover both wow. Martyr and and Carter, well Moss and Carter, and then think you're going to stop Adrian Peterson all day.
0: No, you just have to have Lawrence Taylor chase around Adrian Peterson all day, which I and don't then your like that. your whole defense would be. Just a yeah, shell of Hayes. itself without Lawrence Taylor out there wrecking havoc.
1: Because then, what if they split Adrian Peterson to the wing? They've been he he's done that before. What well, if they split him out on, on the as a third receiver?
0: Because then Harry Carson and Sam Huff have to pick up a lot of slack, like a lot of slack.
1: So let's put let's put the Giants under the Vikings.
0: I can agree with that.
1: And above the Seahawks,
0: which okay leads us to who will be starting this week's pick'em.
1: Who picked last week? Was it me? Or you?
0: I honestly think I started last week. Because I gave you a good one, and then you decided to be petty.
1: You're correct. So it's my turn.
0: It is indeed your turn. I'm going to be
1: I'm going to be extra petty today.
0: You're making me pick the Bills, aren't you? No.
1: You, sir, have the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: One of the newer teams with zero history on their side. That is...
1: Zero. (sighs) They might be below the
0: Jets. (laughs) And while we're being petty...
1: I know. Bring it. Give it to me.
0: Houston Texans. Not any of the ex- expansions, oh. not any of the anything else. Just the Houston Texans. So, no Oilers. No nope. Oilers are part of Tennessee. I know they played the same city as the Texans, but no. They were
1: the Houston Oilers for yeah. a long time.
0: I'm not giving you that. I'm saying. The Oilers moved to Tennessee and became the Titans, and then they made a new team in Houston, Called the Texans. It's a separate thing.
1: That's because the owner kept the <laughs> kept the name. He <laughs> wasn't changing that name. He's like, "Oh, it's mine. Taking the Oilers because they was the Tennessee Oilers for a while. Then they changed their name. Yeah, you're
0: not. You're not like, going. You are going to be the Houston only Texans, <sighs> which may be one of the worst teams assembled, other than Watson and JJ and Andre Johnson. So
1: and DeAndre Hopkins. That's my, that's, yeah, player. thank you.
0: That is a thank dynamic you. duo there. Thank you. You're welcome. It's about and time you were f- oh You some manners.
1: Don't forget about their, their running back they had, who was an atheist. Shh. <laughs> I got a squat, dude. I got a it. Okay. <laughs> we're going to do that.
0: Foster was a weird motherfucker.
1: But yeah, he was an atheist. A lot of people don't know that. He came no, if you've seen his social like, media, it's just ex- like,
0: what did he do? Man fell no, he off planet it Earth when he retired. In
1: Houston. He did it in Houston in the middle of the Bible Belt. So he don't believe in God. I was like, oh, your career is
0: over. <laughs> and then it was. And he just faded <laughs> into in well. obscurity.
1: All oh, right, man. so. I, I got, got the, the Saxonville
0: text. Jaguars.
1: You, you you can even put Gardner Minshew as their best quarterback. I'll allow that.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, it looks like their best quarterback might be David Garrard. Oh, I forgot about him. It might be. It's either him or Leftwich. It's not Bortles.
1: Nah, Leftwich wasn't good when he was there. It might be David left
0: Leftwich by default.
1: <laughs> Didn't he have some Pro Bowls? Didn't Gerard have a Pro Bowl?
0: Guard had like one, I think. Leftwich had two.
1: Yeah, but he didn't have two with Jacksonville.
0: Mm, who was he good with then? I only remember him as Jacksonville.
1: I hate to say he was with the Falcons for a while, but it was him. And I can't remember that white boy's name. Oh, it was so bad. They used to just they would start every other game because that's just how bad
0: they were. Oh. So it was before. So it was before Joey Vic-
1: Harrington. It was Joey Harrington and Byron oh, Leftwich. I only Those remember Harrington
0: for the Lions.
1: We had oh. he was our starting quarterback. Then they was like, "Nah, you suck." Then they put in Leftwich, and they was like, "Oh shit, you suck too." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so basically, it was almost like the Washington football team this year, where it was like, "Oh, you suck." No, you suck. Yeah, no, it was suck. like, but somehow they made the playoffs that who,
1: way. Wait, who played? Who else played? You play quarterback? Is your your turn to start? <laughs>
0: it's like who's left? We don't know. All right, mm. Grony Geeks, that is all the time we have for today's show. Thank you for checking us out. Be sure to check us out on anchor.fm slash Growny Geeks, where we'll have more content for you. We'll have some NBA stuff on the way. Baseball season's still a ways off, so we'll be talking NFL. Until then, we'll probably have one last mock draft made up once we finish the championship game for their respective conferences. So that can be right around the corner because both me and Tony have done several drafts pertaining to mocks versions. Uh, I just wish there was one where we could both be in the same draft room and draft only for our respective teams from there. I'll have an idea about that. We'll talk about that. Okay. We will get back to you on that, folks. Um, we will still have to play our Madden Bowl, which Tony will be able to pick the team once we get there. We're closing in on the overall championship As
1: if game. my internet holds up.
0: Hopefully your internet does, because I'm actually curious to see what style you play with on Madden, because you have some Run and shoot. crazy-ass ideas. So.
1: Run and shoot. That's all I do.
0: Without any further ado, do you have some final thoughts for this evening's show? Go Bucks. My thoughts are, Brady, please win. Tony could put you at number one, where you belong. With that, we're out.